0: Welcome to Coffee, Beans, and Booze. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Shiloh. And we're thriving in a small town. It's Caffeinated Jasmine and Drunk Shiloh. It's time for Coffee and Booze. Clink! Hey, Shiloh. How's it going? Oh, living the dream here in Palmyra, PA. How are you?
1: (laughs) I'm good. I actually had a pretty productive day, so you know that makes me feel happy, even though we keep talking about not finding our value in our productivity alone. But, it is amazing mm. how it gives me all the endorphins and all the dopamine my brain needs. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bad. Like once I start sitting, then like I just start sitting more, and then. Oh, I didn't say yeah. that I haven't. So yeah. you know, this
1: is. I know this sounds normal for other people, but it's so abnormal for me. Last Sunday, I spent the entire day in my jammies watching show after show after show. I watched an entire series on Netflix, uh, Lily and Dash. I watched the entire thing oh. in like one day. Nice. I did all these things, and I know that I mean, it was you a need good those. break. You need those. I do, thought. and I. Definitely need them, but I'm going to be honest with you. I literally thought I was sick. Like, I thought that I was sick. I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? I have the vid. I'm dying. I laid down and I even fell asleep, which you know, I'm never a daytime sleeper. Like, I wish I was a napper, but Mm -hmm. I'm not. But I did. I thought I had the vid. By the way, it's over a week later. I did not have the vid, and I
0: just Needed a break. You just needed a break. I needed yeah. a break this week, and I mm-hmm. ended up uh, driving to IKEA on Wednesday mm-hmm. and just walking around. I fi- I have found that IKEA is a coping skill for yeah. me. <laughs>
1: it's so, it's so your silly. hobby lobby because you know I walk around Hobby yeah. Lobby like that. Yeah. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. IKEA is like an hour and fifteen minutes mm-hmm. away, the one in Conshohocken, which is fun to say, but uh, yeah. So when I just get a little bit wired and stressed out about stuff, now, mind you, I have a thousand things I need to be attending to, but I I had reached like kind of max. Needed, yeah. You did though. You did. Especially yeah. you just come
1: off those crazy weeks that you had yeah. of, of team, team uh, working in the office and yeah. all of that. So yeah, yeah. So it's good.
0: But yeah, we mm-hmm. um, you know, we're we're making it. But I'm you've been doing some other day. stuff.
1: You've been having some family time. Yeah, watching some, some movies. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yep. Wa- watching some to... watching some Star Wars. So. <laughs>
1: You knew I had to call you out. You knew I had to do it. <laughs> I live for your daily. Um, you know, we we joke with the world about that. We text about eight thousand times a day, which is true. But um, this is one of my favorite Shila stories lately. Or
0: you're on my on my top. Like I know, I feel you're. You know, on, on my texting. Uh-huh. you like you've you're got on the bubble. Yeah, you're on mine yes. too. It's
1: uh, you, Rosemary, and the Pancake Group, which is this group. Oh like, yeah. During, during COVID, when we were doing outside um, pancakes and when it was still warm enough, um, uh. that was like Kevin Code. That yeah, group yeah, of yeah. <laughs> and pancakes. So, uh, poor Mark. He doesn't make the list. Derek at the top. is on Shh, mine.
0: You him. are on mine, and the girl boss gang. That's uh, oh yes. the, the work work ladies. Girl uh, boss. I is. love your girl bosses. The girl They're boss amazing. gang. So, yeah. but but in yeah. honor today
1: of our guest, I uh, <laughs> love some Star Wars and some Star Trek. Um, could you share with that Klinkas your fun story? And I like this story, and it's truly not to poke fun at you, but no, because it's funny. It's funny, and because we all do shit like this. So you know, it's just kind of funny. So you were watching a family movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, So Mm -hmm. we,
0: we, you know, we have a four-year-old and an eight-year-old. So trying to be mindful now, uh, my four-year-old has watched almost Mm -hmm. all the Avengers. That's what happens to the second kid. Yeah. And he just, you know, he plays up. Like, he's just someone who, you forget he's four. Mm -hmm. You forgot he was four. I did. I literally, I
1: dropped (laughs) off a a porch drop last week um, because we're still porch dropping because we've been very careful, you know, as as numbers are going back up, we've we've been very careful with things. And I had a porch drop and I get to the house and um, Lucas greets me at the door and we have a full... I'm pretty sure it was an eight to ten co- minute conversation from beginning to end, putting things away, doing all kinds of stuff, and whatever else, and I leave and I'm literally like, he is four, he is and four. I just had this yes. reaction.
0: He's funny. He, he has his, he has an Instagram mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah, the yeah. real knuckle Joe. At the real knuckle Joe. Yeah, he's um mm-hmm. he's a hoop. Anyway, so we're looking for things to watch, and I, you know, I said to Derek, I was like, "Hey, I've never watched Star Wars. You've never watched Star mm-hmm. Wars. It's rated PG." And so we like go on to Disney Disney Plus, and we're like, "Which one is even the first one?" Mm-hmm. Like, we don't we literally well, know nothing. Theories on
1: how you, what order you right. watch them in?
0: kind of like the Avengers. Like, Correct. you either watch mm-hmm. it chronologically or you watch right. it based on release. Like, there's you know there are ways that you can kind of approach mm-hmm. it. So we decided, without doing any other research, that we we would just watch the first one from 1977 episode 4 mm-hmm. yes sure I believe you episode I only four. know the
1: first ones yeah. sorry it's true mm-hmm.
0: yes so it's you know episode 4 so we go in we start watching the movie and you know the scrolling like script at the beginning mm-hmm. right it starts oh yes scroll. the black screen yeah the, the thing. but the thing and it, you know it's going off into space and, and it starts reading to us and I'm like...
1: Like reading the words on the screen? Yeah. And I was or, like,
0: oh, that's fascinating. Now, we always watch things in closed caption. Mm-hmm. Um, self-disclosure, I have a hearing deficit, so it's mm-hmm. easier for me if I can, uh, you know, watch it. We do things. that in my
1: household, but it's because yeah. Mark
0: talks all the time. <laughs> that's true. Mark does talk all the time. He does. I love him, but it's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're, we're cruising along, and I was like, oh, I didn't think anything of it. And then the movie starts, and it's like narrating the stage directions, essentially. And I was like, the <laughs> What is this and so I'm like not thinking much of it just thinking maybe it's just the movie and I've never seen it before so, so like I have you know? literally no frame of reference So when you for say this. stage
1: reference is it like Skywalker takes three steps back? Or pretty like, much yeah oh. it's
0: like you know Luke feeling sad is despondent as he walks away in a slow <laughs> it a like oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah which, okay. it, it's pretty much what it was <laughs> yeah like it was yeah so I'm like okay this is interesting and I'm like not saying anything and Derek finally looks at me he goes this isn't supposed to be this way. What Are we watching some special, like, like release of it? Or, or like, like, whatever. That, yeah. And I'm like, I don't think so. I mean, I just put it on. Like, it didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And so if you Google it, it doesn't tell you anything. Like, you, right. you don't come I up, up with, like, yeah. Uh, is Star Wars narrated? And it's like, the narrator is often believed to be something. And I was like, well, maybe it is supposed to be narrated. I have no idea. So we finish the entire movie with narration. <laughs> And that's the end of it. And a couple of days later, I'm sitting on my couch and I go, "Oh my gosh, Mindy'd win." Mindy, Nguyen. Mindy our, number one, our number one fan, number one fan,
1: and filled with so much, so much wisdom,
0: right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she has the it's RD the two D two or. R two D two. Yeah, thank you. See mm-hmm. that? Yes, gotcha. Instant Pot. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she's all about it. So I know this. So I text her and I was like, "Nindy, hi." Um, so is Star Wars narrated? She's like, "What in the hell were you watching?" <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know." And so she goes into Disney, but she's like, "Hold on, I'm watching something else." So she goes into Disney Plus. She's like, "Can I call you?" And I'm like, "Sure." So she calls me and discover to, helps mm-hmm. me to discover that I had selected the like subtitles plus playback playback says something yep. narration of some sort. And so, yes, it is confirmed that Star Wars is not narrated. <laughs> <laughs> imagine
1: that. So when
0: you watch the next one in the series, you might have a different experience. I, well, well, what was interesting about it was um, for Noah, he could then understand what was going mm-hmm. on. So it was almost not a bad thing because it yeah. is. It, there's not a whole lot of conversation in mm-hmm. that movie. No, so mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. I couldn't survive watching it. And Derek was like, yeah, I did learn a few things watching it. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't know think I can
1: is the way to go. Isn't it funny how we don't we don't stop to question things anymore. We're like, "Sure, I'm just going to go with it." Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. Just going to go with it. Oh, too funny. Just
0: easier kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but we all that to say, we're bringing on stuff Steph, Stephanie Sai who is uh a pastor at Unity Church mm-hmm. uh here in Palmyra. Um and yeah, just a really great guest. Uh she has a lot she to offer. She has
1: worked in peacekeeping, she has worked in negotiation, she has coached leaders. Um, she just does all kinds of things. And she Shares with you and with me mm-hmm. um, quite the love of Brene Brown. So yes. uh, we get we had such an incredible conversation, and I'm so excited for our listeners to hear it. We literally could have talked for a million hours. I know, that's um, true. clinkers. I hope you appreciate that we 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 tried to stay focused. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> absolutely. Which is not
0: always an easy feat for us, if you know us.
1: And quite honestly, I think sometimes y'all appreciate when we're not so focused because you know yeah. we can keep focus in mm-hmm. this land.
0: the rabbit hole lang. You know that's what I like to call it. It's so true. it's that it's that there are there are things floating around the memes of like conversation with like someone who's rational and it's like a straight line and then the conversation with someone who likes to talk and, and then it's like yep, Boo, like, yep so that's where we are it's uh really really fun for our friends to be around i'm sure
1: i'm sure some days and then i'm sure they need a break for absolute sure yes. so but uh, but yeah here's our interview with stephanie um we had a great time and we know you will too
0: Hey, Shyla, how's it going today? I'm doing all right. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. I'm super excited to talk talk with our guest today, Steph. Um, And you guys know each
0: other, right? We do, yeah. So uh, she, Steph, is is a a big part of the community um, and a big supporter of the Karen Cupboard and lots of uh, her parishioners, parishioners, is that the right word? Folks who attend your church, (laughs) (laughs)
2: congregants, (laughs) congregants, Um, Congregants.
0: uh, yes, are individuals who serve uh, at the Karen Cupboard. Um, So there's a lot of connections here. Um, So yeah, we're we're excited. I'm excited to have you, Steph. Welcome to Coffee Beans and Boost. Thanks for joining us.
1: Yes, thrilled to have you today. Uh, Could you start off by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself?
2: Sure. I would love to. First of all, I love the name of your podcast, Coffee, Beans and Booze. Thank you. Uh, when I shared when I shared with a friend that I was gonna be on this tonight, she was like, Oh, your people. Yes. <laughs> you we're finding Perfect. them everywhere. Mm-hmm. We really are, yeah. yes. yes. I think we're a much bigger club than we are. Uh, I think
1: remember, you are hundred uh, percent right. And that is definitely the reception we get when we tell people the title of our podcast. <laughs>
2: definitely. It's it's wonderful. So Gosh, I guess um, a little bit about me is I've, uh, my life has been, um, uh, let's just say I'm well-traveled. I'm an Mm -hmm. Air Force brat. I've lived all over the world. Um, I was ordained about 20 years ago, um, and that has been my most recent journey, has been um, leading um, unity and interfaith churches, New Thought um, spiritual communities and absolutely loving it. Um, it has, that has taken me all over the country um, in many different capacities, and, and now we're home again. We're home again. We live mm-hmm. um, just outside of Hershey, and I'm serving this wonderful uh, community, Unity of Palmyra, right on Main Street there, right around the corner from Shiloh. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and just, just having a great time, having a great time with this amazing community.
1: That's wonderful. And you've been here a, a little over three years, right? That you've been back here.
2: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband and I moved back from Atlanta a little over five years ago, that was the latest, um, church I had served was down in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And that was culture shock. I was I was going to say as I'm looking at your bio, I'm seeing
1: I'm thinking that Atlanta, Georgia, New York City, you know, and then Palmyra, Pennsylvania. Like very different from some of the other places like Gettysburg and Harrisburg and Allentown. You know, how does it compare?
2: Yeah, well, it definitely the south is um it's a different place um there were actually parts of it that i loved i do have to mm-hmm. say that my husband and i are total foodies he's an amazing cook um he does 99 percent of the cooking which is why i'm constantly struggling with my weight but, um, so it always lo- tastes
0: better when someone else makes it for you right? Always.
2: oh my always. gosh Ila, i'm telling you i am so blessed <laughs> you know we we have a really great relationship because we both do what we love. You know, he loves to cook, he loves to shop. I tease him that he's really his uh, Italian grandmother reincarnated. <laughs> um, he belongs in know. my family <laughs> that. <then>. Yeah. <laughs> seriously mm-hmm. he loves to cook he loves to shop he lo- he's just he's just amazing and he was always the one when the kids were in school that would take their backpacks at the end of the day you know and make sure they've done all their stuff mm-hmm. and meanwhile I like to um, do the yard work and I like to pay, pay the bills and I you know so we have a, a great relationship I say it sounds and, like the perfect so, balance mm-hmm. yes <laughs> it is so when we were in the south we really enjoyed the food and the culture. My husband's um, an actor and director, so we really got into the theater scene. I mean, Atlanta, right? I mean, mm-hmm. seriously, it was, Absolutely it, huge. It, it is, and we made some really wonderful friends, um, I do have to say. Um, and the culture is very different. Um, you know, I tend to be very direct. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm really, I kind of calls them as I see them, you know? And that's, that's not always appreciated in the South. Sure, but, so. but probably much appreciated in much of the work
1: you do though, I would imagine. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it
2: is very appreciated. Actually, it is interesting that you say that because much of my work in ministry has been going into communities that were in conflict mm-hmm. or that were in trouble in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they really appreciated that, that clarity and that directness. But I really did have to learn a different way of communicating uh, when I lived in the South. And, <laughs> and that's not a bad thing, you know. Just we, different. You know, sure, well, just different. It's mm-hmm. just different. We call that developing a new skill set. Sure. Um, uh, and, and like I said, the culture was, it, and it's a beautiful state. Oh, my goodness. It's just green and lush and gorgeous, and we did love grilling in our t-shirts on Christmas Day. I have to admit that too. That was pretty cool. Um, but we missed our family, mm-hmm. you know, we missed, we missed our family. We missed our granddaughters. Uh, and after four years down there, it was just time to come home. Sure. So there are things sure. I miss about it, but I'm, I'm happy to be home. Mm-hmm yeah well, we're happy to have you back in our community. Yeah. where you're doing some wonderful it's, things. It's really you know? great. yeah, so
0: mm-hmm. can you tell for the benefit of our our clinkers a little bit about what the unity church stands for and what sets it apart from maybe other churches um, of faith and you know what what your faith membership looks like?
2: Sure, sure. So unity is considered to be one of the new thought denominations. So a new thought denomination is unity religious science, science of mind, they're the the denominations that grew out of the transcendentalist movement of the late mm-hmm. 1800s. Mm-hmm. And so we focus a lot on um, how our thoughts, how what we focus on, what we're thinking about, how it impacts our world, right? Mm-hmm. And what's really interesting about that is when when the transcendentalists, like we were talking like you know Emerson and Thoreau and and those folks, um, those lightweights, right? <laughs> yeah. um, when, Just when some they, easy thinking, <laughs> yeah. nothing big. Just some yeah. easy <laughs> thinking. <laughs> right.
1: mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: you know, simple fluffy stuff, right? <laughs> so, so what they recognized, and and what's really interesting about this, you guys, is. Um, Many people find unity through the more Eastern traditions because obviously Buddhism is also very focused on your thoughts mm. and your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but these guys weren't influenced by that. They really came to this on their own that, gosh, if we're if we're thinking negative thoughts, we're gonna be creating a negative experience. Mm-hmm. If we're thinking more positive thoughts, we're going to be creating a more positive experience. Now it actually gets a lot more complicated than that mm-hmm. and neuroscience now bears out their intuition. Neuroscience now explains that those, those um, thought patterns, they're called, that we create, they're gonna determine the filters that our brain creates through which we see the world. Mm -hmm. So that's That's just a really simplified way of saying, (laughs) if I see the world as a scary place, if I've decided in my head, gosh, the world's a really scary place, my brain is constantly searching out evidence Mm -hmm. to support, gosh, the world's a really scary place, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So what the new thought denominations did is they took that science and they they combined it, they integrated it with spirituality, Mm -hmm. which is, well, okay, if those thought patterns, if those beliefs that we hold on to are going to create the experience of our world, what do we, what is it that we want to believe? Like we want to consciously choose what we're believing. Mm-hmm.
1: And really, and really can not just control, but sort of focus on those items that we, that we really want to be the, that positivity.
2: Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So, so some people say, oh, well, unity is just about positive thinking. Well, it's actually deeper than that, mm-hmm. because what we have decided to believe is that the universe is a benevolent place.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and to quote Teilhard de Chardon, we have chosen to believe that we are spiritual beings having a human experience,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? Which allows so, some freedom in
1: there, doesn't it? It allows for a little absolutely. bit more freedom and forgiveness and yeah. free thought and you know <laughs> exactly. all the things that we need in the world to make it yeah. go around, right? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. You got it, you got it. So, so what's really interesting is there's a lot of freedom in, in that belief system, mm-hmm. there's also a lot of responsibility,
0: mm-hmm. Interesting. so per,
2: personal responsibility is a really big theme in unity, so, you know, so for instance, if you're going through a rough patch, you know, we would say, okay, so how can we shift whatever belief is, is helping this to occur in your life, mm-hmm. right? Now, just to be really clear, that is not to say that sometimes in our lives, stuff happens. Right, Mm -hmm. that's out of our control, sure. Mm -hmm. Out of our control, so Mm -hmm. we are not saying, oh, how did you make this bad thing happen in right, your life, right. right? No, that's, in fact, we have a name for that, it's called metaphysical malpractice, right?
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure that, know, some, that mental health also goes into that as well, like you yes. you are born with a certain mm-hmm. set of, of things that may go against yes. you, and that may be, yes, mm-hmm. you know.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, so if there is, if you are going through a challenge, if you are going through a struggle, we're not gonna say, you know, naughty you, you are, track your, this to your consciousness, right? It's like, mm-hmm. no, it's like, okay, given what you're going through, mm-hmm. how can we practice our principles? Right. How can we, I love this story, I'm sure you guys are familiar with the story of a little boy who found a room full of manure and was all excited because he figured there had to be a pony in there somewhere. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, right, there has to be something positive.
2: Right, so mm-hmm. y- if you ever listen to any of my services, you will frequently hear me say, okay guys, where's the pony Mm -hmm. right there's Mm -hmm. gotta be a pony here and so when we got shut down in March the very first service where I was preaching to Mm -hmm. an empty room I said all right you guys this is where the rubber hits the road Mm -hmm. you know we say there's only one presence and one power in our lives God the good omnipotent we Mm -hmm. say that we live in a benevolent universe we say all these things you know what we get to practice them now. Right. We get to find the pony in this situation, mm-hmm. and we have.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, it's interesting that you should say that because you know, week after week, we we get to talk to such incredible and inspirational um, individuals in our community, and so many people have said during this terribly trying time, you know, well, I found new innovation, or I found new focus, mm-hmm. or I used this time, you know. And that's not to say that we that there isn't so much struggle that's out of our control right now. I mean, there there really is, like so. Much, but that so many people have really tried to find where that pony is somewhere in there, Um, and it's been really inspirational to us. But I've heard so many people comment about it that you know that that even having this podcast has been a delight in all of this because it's a little bit of pony in the middle of the manure
0: uh, that that is going round and
1: round, you know. (laughs) So
0: gives us a little bit of hope. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, When you're talking about this, it it makes me think about um, Elizabeth Gilbert in her book Big Magic talks about how our our thoughts and our our kind of being is all interconnected Mm -hmm. um and she talks about how uh she had a thought for a book and kind of passed this off you know and and while that feels a little like okay what is that there I think there's some truth to like how we kind Mm -hmm. of all have this string that kind of holds us together right uh is that something that you guys also see in practice and in your faith
2: Absolutely, absolutely. One of the precepts of unity is that we are all one, that we Mm -hmm. are connected. In fact, I just talked about it this morning, um, our topic for this morning, our Advent theme for the second Sunday in Advent is peace. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, it's so easy to go, well, I'm peaceful, what's the wrong with the rest of you, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've achieved that level of peace, right? And, and the problem with that is it assumes that there is an us and a them. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Which is already not it, peaceful. Interesting. Which
2: is literally going against the word that you're saying. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and so particularly given that one of Unity's foundational beliefs Beliefs is that there is no them, mm-hmm. that we are all manifestations of one spirit, of one energy, of one force. I'm a huge uh, Star Trek and Star Wars fan. I love science fiction. Yeah,
1: I want to talk about that then. Yeah, Shaila yeah. has
2: a fun little uh, Star Wars
1: story <laughs> to, to share with you for, for sure here. Oh, yeah. um, and when We were yeah. talking before yeah. and your phone went off and I believe it was a Star Trek voice that came back that was like, you have a message waiting yeah. for you, right? <laughs> it's <Yeah>. fantastic. <laughs> I, I, I think what yeah. I love about that so much, and I, I was already getting this from what I had read, you needed know, to prepare for the day, but I think you have All these immense and important and incredible heavy things you're helping people through, you know, trying to live a world that's based on. Positivity and trying to make the most of your own thoughts is not an easy thing to do. But that you have such a passion for these these other things, the you know Star Wars and Star Trek, and some of that for you links back to some of the theories about Star Trek, and maybe what that actually was a commentary about in the world, right? Like you've got this thought, yes. yeah. So share Absolutely. a little bit with us, like so. So what is your thought about that?
2: So so I uh, first of all I I have um, broken the canon. I love both Star Trek. And Star Wars. Do not believe the fake. War yeah, I was going to say, is Star that allowed Trek to be? <laughs> I am saying it is allowed to be, and I love them for some of the same reasons and for some different reasons. I love Star Trek because I so resonate with Gene Roddenberry's vision of a world where poverty has been eradicated, where we are all seen as equal, where we do live in a very diverse mm-hmm. society, right? Mm-hmm. I, I love that with every cell of my being, I believe that that's possible. Mm-hmm. And I also love how he very cleverly um, got past all the censors mm-hmm. and addressed these huge social issues like racism mm-hmm. and war and poverty and mm-hmm. drug abuse through this, as he called it, um, a Western—it was like Star Trek for the, the Western, right. you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, um, and so he was—he was brilliant in in that regard. So I love that about Star Trek, and I love how Star Trek has continues to evolve, right? Mm-hmm. I am—you know—I'm a big fan of Picard and Discovery, and I just—I love every Star Trek series. I—they're all like children. I love them all equally. <laughs> I love Star Wars because it is really our, when I say generation, I don't just mean, I mean, I'm 60, so don't just mean my generation, but it is like our era's hero's journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's our, th- that hero's journey that Joseph Campbell talks about, right? It's mm-hmm. our mythology. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's absolutely brilliant in the way, it, in fact, um, George Lucas studied with Joseph Campbell, before mm-hmm. he wrote Star Wars. He was such a huge fan of Joseph Campbell's work. And so I love that we have a modern mythology. You know, and I'm not saying we shouldn't study the Greeks and the Romans and sure. uh, the Nordic sure. myths and all of that, but we have our own. Star Wars is our own. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting because in, in Unity, we don't believe that there's a god out there sitting on a throne with a white beard with a book mm-hmm. judging us, right? We, we don't believe in that. But So when people say to me, well, then... What do you believe? Like you say God, what does that for you? What, what is God? And, and I say to them very seriously for me, God is the force. Mm-hmm. It's that universal energy, that drive that connects us all and that flows through us mm-hmm. all. And there's actually some, some references to that kind of energy in the New Testament, if you mm-hmm. r- interpret it the way that, that we do. So I love them both, and for for a different. <laughs> so interesting!
0: I, I, I didn't think I was a, a science fiction fan until my brother gave me a copy of Orson Scott Card's Ender's Game, uh, and I really I really loved that. I, I thought that the, the the deep thought there was mm-hmm. was it, it was it was really interesting for me. So uh, Stephanie, you um, have covered one of my um, loves of life, which is uh, Brene Brown. So if mm-hmm. anyone knows me, they know that that I just adore uh, the works of Brene Brown and and find her to be so relevant um, and so inspirational. Right? There's there's a lot about what she does and says. Um, because she lives out what she says, right? You know, she's, she's very much about that. Um, yeah, so talk a little bit about what you did, and this was over during COVID, right? You guys tackled this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Well, our first, um, so I fell in love with Brene Brown because she is so very real, um, and that's really important to me. She's lots of integrity, very authentic, incredibly real. And the one thing that, that completely endeared me to her was she was sharing in an interview that somebody had reached out to her to speak somewhere because you know she goes and she does these mm-hmm. big speeches and she said, okay, but I just have to tell you that if you're not okay with praying and swearing, you don't want me. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and Again, it was another one of those moments of, oh, my people! You're right, know, yeah. we just had this conversation this morning
0: because Jasmine's uh, recording something. I am, I was recording some things for um, for
1: um, my mother-in-law's church, often has me sing for their church, uh, particularly this time of year, but right now they need videos of things. And I said to her, she was asking me what I wanted to drink during our, our interviews, and and I said anything that doesn't have to do with Mary. And she's like, I'm sorry. I said, literally, I am sw- like, I'm singing Mary, Did You Know? And I'm like swearing between each and every verse <laughs> because I'm like oh, screwing yeah. up this and that. And it was so frustrating. And I, you know, had a hectic day and I want to get these videos in on time and everything else. And she's like, I think Mary would be okay with that. You know, yeah, I mean, she's, she's kind like, of like, badass bitch. She's like, like right? the, she's she's like the like OG, OG badass bitch, right? <laughs> like, you know, like Mary could, she saw some shit and she handled it well. You yeah. know, like, I'm yeah. like,
0: I, you know, swearing is a human construct. It's not heavenly. It's
2: I'm okay good. with that. It's you know? all good. And you know what? It made me feel
1: instantly better. So I appreciated the support. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, it's, um, you know, and, and there's always, I always, when I, I, I do, co- I'm also a professional certified coach and I, mm-hmm. I do have the privilege of coaching other ministers. And um, and they know that when I'm not in the pulpit, that, you know, I mean, I, my dad was in Air Force, he was a fighter pilot, I grew up in the military and mm-hmm. so I can get, you know, a little salty and I always say to them, you guys, here's the deal, mm-hmm. it's about being appropriate, right? right. And knowing, so, knowing when. I throw yeah. Like, yeah. when. Mm-hmm. And knowing when. I said, Absolutely. do I throw like that in in the pulpit? No. Because I'm respecting the space and I'm respecting my congregation. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in a class and and saying shit, we'll get a point across. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna hear it, mm-hmm. and I tell them that. And the feedback I've gotten is, oh my god, this is so refreshing. You're like a real person. <laughs> right, yeah, <And> I'm like <laughs> yeah. I'm my husband always like, yeah.
1: says this to me because he's like, you swear like a sailor, and then you walk out the door to the high school, and you're instantly like sanitized. I'm like, well, because I know what I know. My audience, right? Like that's the yeah,
2: thing. Yeah. Know your audience. Yeah.
0: Sorry, exactly. that was a whole yeah. left I, turn. To Brene Brown. <laughs> no, but yeah. no,
2: no, but 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 it but it is about Brene Brown mm-hmm. because she is about being in the arena yeah. and being really real and also you know know thyself like know where it's appropriate to speak like that and know where it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so we actually started on Brene Brown two years ago. Okay. I did a Lenten series based on um, the gifts of imperfection because yeah. I yes. am a recovering perfectionist, and so mm. I was like, "You okay, have found you your here? people." Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: totally.
0: I'd like and to say um, I'm in recovery. <laughs> I'm not in yes. recovery. I'm, yes. <laughs> I'm really, really in the program,
2: friends. <laughs> well, we're here for you, honey. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I got a, I got a couple years on you, so I I got your back I appreciate on this it. one. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the big things that I work with my clients on is guys, there's no, in physical reality, which is the reality we live and breathe and have our being in, there is no such thing as perfect. We really have to let that go because perfectionism is so stifling that all of the studies show that perfectionism actually limits creativity, mm. it limits mm-hmm. initiative. Because if you're a real perfectionist, like apparently the three of us are, you know, we won't even, we won't even start something unless we've decided we can do it perfectly. Yep. Well, gosh, how innovative and creative and risk-taking are we going to be if we're just so focused on, you know, when my husband directs at the first read-through, he says to his actors, here's the deal. I want you to dare to be foolish. hmm you know, mm-hmm. dare to be foolish,
1: and they have to be. Otherwise, you're just going to get the same thing you always see, right? You know, that's one of the big things in theater. Is we say, like, if we wanted to see the same thing over and over again, well, we would watch a movie. Mm-hmm. The difference of theater and, and a movie is that you know is that we want to see how everybody does it differently. Well, that takes a lot of risk, right? It takes a lot. So yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: I get exactly, that. and that's what, and that's the the whole gist of Brene's work is be in that arena.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, dare greatly. Be in that arena and it builds courage it builds resilience it builds community Mm -hmm. you know when you we have really created this amazing community at unity of palmyra where we're daring greatly together now do we screw up absolutely Mm -hmm. i mean do we mess up and and do we forget who we are sometimes and absolutely but, but what I love about this community is, is we quickly reel it back in and go, okay, wait a second, that was not one of our community's values. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty darn sure being snarky does not <laughs> fall anywhere under right. our communities. It does. and we're a mission and values-driven community, so it, we're very focused on. Well, let's see. Was that accepting, open-minded, compassionate, positive, and transformative? No, that was pretty snarky. So yeah, we gotta fix that. <laughs> yeah, we're
0: gonna we're gonna get rid of that one, right? But yeah. it is fascinating what happens. Yeah, like I, having those conversations with my eight-year-old. You know, Brene talks about how perspective is so important to give your children. Like that's one of the best gifts you can give them. And so I think about that. Like how can I I bring perspective to to my kids day. Um now my 8-year-old is is actually he he's really great and d- just never he's not one who thinks badly about people, but when he does something um that goes against who he is, he feels really yucky about it. Like he's the kind of kid, he's a little bit of an empath. And so we talk about like you feel yucky cuz that wasn't you. Mm-hmm. Like if you you continue to work on being who you are, then you don't have those feelings. So it's fascinating like oh, gosh, you know, what am I going to do to my kid, but hopefully it's all good things. He takes out of this uh, bringing up this way <laughs> <No>. but
2: <laughs> shyla that's that's brilliant in fact it's so funny that you said that because um 15 years ago one of my coaching clients coined the yucky factor mm-hmm. and he'd get we'd get on a call and i'd say hey how you doing he said oh i'm feeling kind of yucky and i'd say great because yucky points to you're not living your truth you're mm-hmm. not on your, your 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 card which means just the card with his values on it right just a little card we made for them and I say yucky's great because yucky speaks to in this moment you're out of integrity. Mm-hmm. So how quickly can we get you back into integrity? It's mm. nothing. So wrong. true. In fact, Ugh. yucky yucky speaks to integrity. You guys, mm-hmm. it. You know who doesn't feel yucky? Psychopaths and sociopaths. Right. They don't and recognize I'm saying, it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I but hear I'm you. not
2: Saying that lightly. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. it. They don't have the capacity to feel yucky. Mm-hmm. Right. So yucky's good news. Mm -hmm. You're doing a great job, Charlotte. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and it's it's so
1: true. You know, sometimes I think we're so afraid, and and I'm sure part of it is where I am in my life. You know, I'm I'm between, you know, I have adult children now, and so now I get more reflective of, like, who am I and will I truly turn into my parents? And you know, like, you have all those things. And I try to remind myself that, like, even the process of stopping to recognize that and saying, wait a minute, I want to be a little less this, I want to be a little more this, and just recognizing it, if you really were those things, you wouldn't recognize no. it. Yeah. You wouldn't stop to ask yourself the questions. You wouldn't, you know, stop to try to fix it. You would just be like you said, you'd be off in that direction without ever stopping to question it. And, and so, you know, even the I like the yucky factor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And sometimes, oh. you know,
1: and I like that, you know, I always taught my children and Shila knows this because she's known my kids since they were little, that like, you know, we have to be allowed to make mistakes in life. Yeah. Like, you know, it's that human factor you were talking about before that like we're trying to fill our lives with positivity and positive thoughts, but we're gonna make Mistakes, we're gonna do things, and then it's about how we deal with them, yeah. You know, and if we can forgive ourselves and say, Wait a minute, you don't have to be perfect, you don't have to do all this, it's how you deal with that, it's how you accept it. You know, that 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 helps so much more. Well, and you said
0: it, Stephanie, you said innovation and risk, and we talk about that all the time here. Is you know, (laughs) there is risk and innovation, but without it, Mm -hmm. what happens? We become so stagnant. So, and there's been a microscope on that
1: during this COVID time. You know, uh, and I are both really innovative people, at least we try to be innovative leaders and know that that. that inspires other innovative leaders, but this was a tough time to be innovative mm-hmm. in because it took risk, and, and we're all scared of the risks right now, right? This is a tough time. And so it sounds like, you know, while you started your journey of uh, with your congregation or congregants of, um you know, of Brene Brown and being all of that authentic a while back, um, I would imagine that became really a helpful resource in all of COVID time and, and everything going on right now that, it, you know, while people are really questioning so much.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, Uh, this as I said back in March this is where the rubber hits the Mm -hmm. road you know Mm -hmm. and we have just had We've had so many what well, we're calling the miracles because mm-hmm. a miracle is simply an event that's out of our ordinary, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we've had several events that have been out of our ordinary. Just the incredible generosity of our community. We we've applied for grants for the first time this year mm-hmm. because several grants became available through the the pandemic and you know the CARES Fund and the Relief Act. And we'd never done that before, mm-hmm. right? right we're yeah. like, well, let's let's go for it. We all have nothing Maybe. to lose, right? Yeah. Uh, Oh, my gosh. It's Mm -hmm. so funny because my office manager says, I have never loved checking the mail so much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how wonderful. How wonderful. I know. So it, it is. You know, it really is so much, you guys. And it's so important right now about showing up as who we say we are. Mm -hmm. you know maintaining i one of the things i teach um i do a lot of work obviously i worked with a lot of communities in conflict right i was the one they called in when they were getting ready to fire the minister call the police and Mm -hmm. or lock all the doors (laughs) and so that was that was a fun 10 years Mm -hmm. um but i actually loved that work because i would go into them and i would say i'm going to teach you a whole bunch of stuff and we're going to go through a whole bunch of processes and i'm going to teach you new ways to communicate but the the biggest thing I'm gonna, I'm hoping to do for you while I'm here, is to remind you that you love each other, yeah. mm-hmm. and to teach you ways to express that love. So obviously, I did a lot of work around communication. Yeah. And one of one of the, the things I taught them was actually from a, a Sufi tradition. You may have seen it because it floats around Facebook all the time. It's called the three gates, and the three gates are what you pass through before you speak. So the first gate you get to, you're asked the question: Is what you're about to say true? And if it mm-hmm. is, you're allowed to go mm-hmm. through that gate. The second gate is, is it kind? And if it's kind, you're allowed to go through that gate. And then the third gate is the one that always trips me up. <laughs> and that, <laughs> is it necessary? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And I... I hate that one so a couple so of course I haven't only taught my my clients and my congregants that I've taught my children and my granddaughters Mm -hmm. that yeah and my family so a couple of years ago we're standing we have a big island in our kitchen did I mention we like to cook (laughs) and um and so I I said something that for me was uncharacteristically snarky and it was just the family we were standing around and my daughter who's now 31 my daughter looked at me and she said mom was that necessary? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. "Wow, <laughs> yeah." So a couple thoughts went through my head. <laughs> the first one was, "Ugh, you know, caught, right?" But the second one was, "Wow, she she really paid attention. Mm-hmm. Like, she she got that. She's practicing what thought, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it, exactly." But that's like a mother's dream, mm-hmm. you guys, right? Yeah. Wow, my daughter really got that. And I said, and I had to look at her as much as I like hated it, and I had to say, "You know, it wasn't, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. right?" But, I, but you know that wasn't the initial so I was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> but also the ability to,
0: to say like because you, as you said your first response was almost defense like come on yeah. like really yeah. oh, but, you're, yeah. but you were able to say you know what this was something that didn't necessarily resonate with the people who were around me know your audience know your audience <laughs>
2: Absolutely. know your audience, yes. know your well, audience. And your audience and she was calling me out she's like mom one of your core life Purposes is to walk your talk and practice what you Mm -hmm. preach. And that was not, you know, and I was like, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely You're right. right. It doesn't matter that we're just standing in our kitchen and no one's around, right? You're right. around and and, you, and you
1: matter and this matters and I should think, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Oh my One goodness. One of the big things about leadership that that always comes to mind is the idea of non anxious presence. And so, you know, Stephanie, how do you use non anxious presence in your work, both with your um your your congregation, but also um as a as a coach? Like what, what, what does that look like for you and how do you show up that way?
2: Yeah, that's, that's, boy, Shiloh, you're really good, (laughs) 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 because that is so, I mean, obviously that's at the heart of all of the peacemaking that I did, Mm -hmm. that's what we called our our conflict resolution team, where we were the peacemakers, and for years I was the head peacemaker in Unity, I was on the national staff, and so I was the person going out to the churches with the real issues, and I was also the one training other peacemakers. And I used to say to them, guys, here's the thing. The most important role that you play, I don't care how good your technique is, I don't care how skilled you are at facilitating these processes or running a meeting or doing a training, the most important thing you bring to these communities is that you walk in that door, and when you walk in that door, they feel that, oh, all is well. Mm because you bring that with you you bring there is energy
0: there is energy you bring and changes and yes
2: right there it's that Mm -hmm. all is well yes right now that your situation sucks and we called it out we never said oh no everything's fine no it's not Mm -hmm. fine your your congregation's in a lot of pain there's been pain there's been trauma it sucks Mm -hmm. however drop it in Right. Yeah. right, and, and the, what a the, relief the
0: to be part. able to name that and to say that yeah. this is where you are, but mm-hmm. that doesn't need to be where you you have to be. Well And that's in where progress can yeah.
1: begin, right? Mm-hmm. If if you don't acknowledge where you are, if you don't acknowledge and say what it is, and quite honestly, that takes some blame out of it all, mm-hmm. right? Then we we can stop blaming, we can stop pointing fingers, we can stop whatever, and we can go, okay, this is where we are. Now how do we move forward, and where do we, more importantly, where do we want to move to? Because Mm -hmm. if you don't establish where you want to move to, you're just spinning your wheels. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Well,
2: Jasmine, so Mm -hmm. you just nailed what I call the cosmic GPS system. (laughs) So, So, no, seriously, you're brilliant, because one of the things we tend to do in Unity, and this is is typical of all the new thought denominations, it's not just us, is we're so focused on being positive that sometimes we kind of want to go, la, 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 Mm -hmm. I don't want to, you know, acknowledge how bad things are. And so I say to folks, I say, look, do you have a GPS or a navigation system in your phone or your car? And, of course, everybody says Mm -hmm. yes. Like, I never go anywhere without mine because I have absolutely no sense of direction. And I say, well, what happens if you put in where you want to go in your GPS system, but you don't tell your GPS system where you currently Mm -hmm. are?
1: Right, it can't help you.
2: (laughs) And they just look at me and go, well, it can't help me. I said, exactly. So Mm -hmm. you're saying to the universe, oh no, everything's fine, when clearly everything sucks. Mm -hmm. So you're telling the universe where you want to go, but you're Mm -hmm. not saying, but this is where I am right now. Mm -hmm. This is where I'm starting. You have to be clear about where you are then we can help you get to wherever you want to get to. Right, yeah. But not if, you don't, not if you're not honest about where you are. Yeah. yeah. No. Ugh, 100%. So percent.
1: I'll tell you, Stephanie, we could talk to you for a million yeah. hours, and I think our <laughs> I feel like we have a so... coffee date. We need
0: I... to schedule after all <laughs> this is over.
1: <laughs> but speaking of coffee, <laughs> yes, before yes. we go, we have a few questions to ask you. Yep. And the first one is mine. So I represent the coffee beans around these parts. So what is your favorite coffee beverage?
2: Oh my goodness, I like dark, dark, dark roast, Mm. I'm not a real fancy coffee person because mm-hmm. I don't like sweet in my coffee. Mm-hmm. I, it just gotcha. kill the coffee. Mm-hmm. Yes. Seriously. Yep. It's true. So I like a super dark roast. I'm I'm a real <laughs> fan of a, like a Sumatra mm-hmm. or a French roast. Yum. Right. I like super dark and then just a little bit of, of half and half. Right. No sugar, no flavors. Mm-hmm. Don't don't And no it.
0: powder oh. creamer. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm wounded. I, I wound know. It's the worst thing I, ever. But
2: I will say here Here's my holiday splurge. The minute eggnog hits the stores, Mm -hmm. my husband, who remember, does all the shopping, I know it's the holidays because he'll come home and he'll say, honey, Mm -hmm. and he'll (laughs) flash me a a Turkey Hills um, eggnog or something. And so from until they go out of the store, I put eggnog in my coffee. Oh, oh yum. I've never it's tried that. Oh, it's so good. Oh. Like a latte it's a. So, yeah. good. so it good. Is, okay. It's so good. OK, I'm going to have to try so that. I use the
1: soy eggnog. Oh. Yeah, so good. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that yeah, sounds so good. Like, yeah. Well,
0: Shyla has yeah. question so, number dark two roast. here. Dark, yeah. dark okay. roast. That's good, yeah. So uh, what is your favorite um, adult beverage?
2: So I'm a, I'm a big fan of Chardonnay. It's mm-hmm. my go-to. We never run out in the house. Again, Ken keeps me well-stocked. But it's just, important. Just, He's a good house manager. Just, yes. He like is this. a good, he is so good, he is so good. Uh, but I will say, during the pandemic, uh, my husband's a, a bourbon drinker, and I'm not really, a, a, like I don't really drink liquor. <sighs> mm-hmm. However, one night he pulled out his good bourbon and he made me a Manhattan.
0: Ooh the manhattan yes. I mm-hmm.
2: will say that and then he and he put a little splash of the maraschino cherry juice yes. in it for me yeah. and, and- and two cherries. Oh, so I have to admit <laughs> that's that love, every right now. That is love. Yes, I'm telling uh-huh. you, that is that is nurture, baby. That uh-huh. is nurture. So every now and then, I'll have. A, my go-to is a very I like very dry, oaky chardonnays. Very nice. Yeah.
1: Well, our last awesome. question is actually our favorite. Shilley, mm-hmm. you want to kick it off here? Yeah.
0: So, Stephanie, what is your passion?
2: Oh, so my passion is helping people to live in that arena. That mm-hmm. arena that Brene talks about to really get clear about who you are and love who you are and accept who you are and all yeah. your magnificent glory. That's my. Passion.
0: We'll have to post the quote that Brene Brown uses, the man in the arena. Is that what it's called? The man in the arena, um, which is, yeah, I think that really speaks to the heart of what we do here at Coffee, mm-hmm. Beans, and Booze. So. Stephanie, it's been a real treat. Thank you so much for your time today. We really, really appreciate you and and all the the good and positivity you bring to our community.
2: Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for listening. I'm Shyla.
1: And I'm Jasmine. And we're thriving in a small town.
2: It's Caffeinated Jasmine and Drunk Shyla. It's time for coffee and booze. Clink.